Okay, so I wanted to make a podcast related to something I've had a couple months ago, maybe, maybe a couple months, maybe just a couple weeks, something like that. But I've noticed that other people have had this kind of thing too, and I believe it's caused by, you know, COVID. But I think it's this thing that people might get even after COVID. So, you know, this is still relevant to you, you people 50 years from now. So what I'm talking about is this quarter life crisis. And you're like, what, what? a quarter life crisis? What? So there's a crisis even before the midlife crisis? I'm like, yeah, 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 there definitely is. And what is this quarter life crisis? Well, I will explain it in a way, you know, that it affected me. But I think a lot of other people have the same thing where you're in this position where you haven't really started your career or family or like, you know, you really haven't started your life, but you kind of did. And that's why it's this quarter life crisis. And I think it happens between like, you know, around that college graduation age to right before maybe right around your 20s or not 20, like 27s, 28s, I don't know, like when, like around, right, like right before that, uh, that right up, right after that uh, college graduation period, right up to when you kind of get situated in family slash career. And I believe this crisis, you know, it causes people to feel like they are behind in a way. Like, you know how the midlife crisis kind of makes you feel like, I, I, I don't know, but you know, I, this is what I'm just here, I, I think from what I see all the time, it's like, I guess the midlife crisis is when people feel like they haven't, I guess it's the same, almost in the same way as the midlife crisis, but say, or, but say the midlife crisis is kind of when you, you look back and you're like, dang, I kind of missed out on my younger years and I am not like fully used to my older years, I guess, in a way something like that i mean i don't know i'm not in my midlife crisis age yet but say quarter life crisis that is like when you feel like you should have kind of done something yet uh done something at your age so say me same a lot of my friends actually we're like in that 24 age 24 23 and you know you you graduate from high school or you graduate from high school you graduate from college and you're still in this kind of stuck period like you you haven't really fully started a career you haven't started a family you're just in this point and i think it really hit during covid because you kind of lost a year and it could be you're now people are losing two years because it seems like that delta variant is getting bad but you kind of lost the whole year of your life like i still feel like i'm 22 and that's crazy to think about i literally feel like i'm 22 but i'm actually 24 because covid took a whole two birthdays away where i'm just kind of inside and you know i am preparing for graduate school and all this but at the same time you know i feel like i i should have been doing something by now i should have been some you know there were i you know i had certain goals that i was like oh i have definitely have finished this goal by the time i'm this age but you know I'm, I'm this age and it's like dang i i feel like you know you feel like you're behind and then you know it's the bait the big bait is to look online and you see you know i don't know some freaking 22 year old oh yeah he he's doing this 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 oh this 21 year old he graduated college and got his degree and then you know he's working at google making something thousand dollars oh this young person you know put the right money in the right stocks or right cryptocurrency before it got big and he's now a millionaire or a multi-millionaire and it's like dang look what they're doing and then look what i'm doing i'm just doing nothing and it's like that's not an uncommon thought it's not an uncommon thought at all and it's a bait thought actually it's a big bait because you 
I said this in another podcast before, same uh, the math podcast. It's like you cannot compare yourself to other people just because you are older. It's like you know, other people have you know they have their own luck. Some people get lucky and have a, a straightforward path. You might you know you might see you know have to see the the wonders of the the hillside. You know you're taking a, a nice little hike. You know you'll you'll get to that destination, but you know you're you're taking the scenic route. You're looking around. You know, filling your way through, and they're just sprinting, just sprinting full speed. It's like you can't compare to yourself to those sprinters. No, no way is better. Like, let's just say, let's just say, you become, you finally become successful at the age of forty-seven. There's like some people, like, dang, you know, that's that's a long time from now. Like, God, I want to be super successful right now. It's like, no, 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 that's not. It's not bad to you know, you when you become a success. It's always good. Like if you became a success at the age of freaking eighty, that's a good thing. It's like your youth. Like I, I think that's also a bait. It's like this youth where they're like, "Oh, you lose your youth, you, you know." It's like no. Like these these old old older people who like kind of just sit around. It's like it's like they have the positive. Like they, nothing is stopping someone from doing something. Like if you are eighty years old, well, other than like if you're like mobily. Uh, had mobile difficulties like where you couldn't walk or something but it's like if you could walk it's like you can go on a hike if you wanted to like maybe it'd be a little more difficult but if you wanted to uh, hike the Appalachian Mountains with someone you can you can like nothing saying you can't there's no age limit there's a mobility limit maybe but there's no age limit you can do whatever you want you want to start playing video games or something at the age of freaking 97 <laughs> like you can if you want to nothing's stopping you and it's the same with young. Nothing's stopping you. Well, certain things. Can't do certain things when you're young. But there are certain things. Like nothing's stopping you from doing something when you're young. And I think it's a bait. It's a big bait. And I don't know where this bait comes from. But it's a big bait to think that certain things have to happen at certain times. Every time. It's like, no. No, it does not. No, it does not. Everyone has their own time. So, how do you fix that? Other than, geez, there's like some big freaking bug trying to get through the screen porch. Because like I'm recording outside on the screen porch. And, you know, I kind of like it recording outside because, you know, I don't like people listening to me when I'm recording podcasts. So, but still, well, the problem with recording outside is there's freaking cars and they're freaking loud as a mess because we're right next to the interchange or whatever exit, exit of a highway or exit into the highway. So I have to do all this crap to cut all, all the background noise out, but sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. But still, how do you fix this? Other than, you know, changing your mentality, which is, you know, I would say 90% of the way. And I would say the way you do it is just got to go and do it. Like, for example, if you start believing that you're behind or, you know, like for quarter life crisis, because I can almost kind of start turning into like just a crisis fix fixer up in general in general. But maybe it is because the way I would say a best way to fix it is when you notice these things, like, let's just say you're like, dang, I I'll give you an example, and this this has no relation to me. I think maybe it does. Uh, like in the back of my mind, this is what I'm thinking, or what what's actually happening. But who knows? But let's just say I'm like, dang, I always wanted to be an uh, an astronomer, but I never did. I never learned, and you know, I got my instead I got my degree in uh, freaking uh, um, something complete opposite of freaking astronomy. Like, oh, I, I got my degree in, in marketing or something. I always bring up marketing as an example, but still, let's say, I, oh man, I became a marketing major, but you know, as a kid, I always wanted to be an astronomer. I feel like I, I missed out and I always wanted to do that. 
and this is, I guess, more towards the midlife crisis because, you know, but still, it could be quarter life crisis too. But so the best thing to do is to start learning. Like nothing saying you can't, nothing says you have to be, uh, you have to go to college to learn something. Like, yeah, you have to get, go to college to get the degree, but you don't have to go to college to learn. Like that's just, that's just a given. You can learn anywhere. You can get a book regardless of your career. I could be a freaking actual uh, freaking art major and still get a, a book, a freaking scientific book on astrophysics if I want to. Like, so you just have to start. You got to take those steps. You have to figure out what you like. If you truly wanted to be an astronomer, but you did marketing instead, because that was the the more direct route to, you know, having a successful money, you know, money path. It's like, OK, you can still do both. The problem a lot of times is that people don't want to. It requires work and that work. Yes, it's, it's a lot of work like to, to learn freaking astrophysics from the from the very start. Like now you have to learn a bunch of math. Then you have to learn a bunch of physics. Then after the physics, you have to learn a bunch of like, you know, astrophysics, you know, all this crap. But it's like you can do it like anything's possible. Like it only take like technically, technically, it will only take like four years max. And that's not really that long of the time. And why do I say four years max? Because if you were a major in astrophysics, how many years of classes do you usually have? No, 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 not four, not four. You usually have two because the first two years are your freaking busted uh, random classes that they do just to pad out your freaking four year stay at college. And then the other two years, I said four. So you have two years of uh, undergraduate and you have two years of graduate school. So if you just kept reading books and learning and learning for two, four years, you could become one of the best astrophysicists in, in the world. You could, if you put in the work, of course. And that doesn't mean that you have to freaking study for five hours every day. You could literally just do one chapter every night. If there's a bunch of exercises, do the exercises for the next night, which is what I'm doing for math, by the way. It's like you just do one chapter, read one chapter, then do the exercise for one chapter. So then say after 20 nights, you went through 10 chapters after 40 nights. That's 20 chapters. That's probably the whole book at that point. 20 nights. That's nothing. That's one month. And you already read one book. Now imagine that for four years, freaking four times 12, freaking 48, 48 freaking months. So say 48 books, if you read 48 freaking books on astrophysics and math, you better be one of the best freaking math uh, astrophysicists in the world. And you just did that in four years. And guess what? You'll be feeling better. You'll be feeling nice. You'll be like, dang, I am learning. You'll feel proud of it. And all it took was one chapter a night, one, uh, one exercise uh, a night or whatever. Well, not one exercise, but you know, the exercise at the end of the chapter a night. And you'll be working your way up, working your way up. If you don't understand something, that book was boring, then skip that book. Go to the next book. It's same with anything. But then what about the people who feel like they are, you know, they missed out? Because I guess that's more towards the midlife crisis. What about the people who feel like they missed out on something? It's like, who cares? Like, that's basically what, what the, the solution to that is, is that you shouldn't care. Like, who cares that you should have done this when you were in high school or you should have done this when you were in college? Like, okay. Like, uh, okay. That's like me being like, oh man, I should have really ate that ice cream sandwich when I, w when I uh, had the chance when I was six years old. It was right on the table, but I didn't. And now I never get that chance again. Like, you see how stupid that sounds? Now imagine that, just scale that up. It still sounds stupid. It sounds more stupid, actually, because you're like, oh, oh, man, oh, I should have went to prom when I was in high school. It's like, OK, like those were freaking 16 year old kids. Like, what? how old are you? And you're worrying about some freaking prom. Like, shut up. 
Oh, yeah, this sounds cold because it is cold because you sound stupid. That's the dumbest freaking crap I ever heard in my life. Now, we're just getting off of that point because that was stupid. Any person who thinks like that is stupid. You need some freaking like you need to get out of that thinking because it's dumb. Like, who cares what you missed out on? Like, you have how many more years of your life? How many more years? Like, if you're really that freaking depressed about it, whatever, then go find someone else. Like, like find, find the person who will make you feel happy in that way that you feel like you missed out on because like there's like what missing out like you are a grown adult like there's nothing to miss out on anymore you can do whatever you want now other than be freaking pedophile you better not you're thinking about some freaking prom crap like you can do whatever you want you're an adult now like and back when you were 16 yeah there was the, oh, the biggest thing of your life was freaking prom because that was because there was nothing to do because you were a freaking teenager and you couldn't do anything but now you're an adult and you could do literally everything well not everything but i mean well technically you can do literally everything well not literally everything everything that's legal because everything that's legal for you is legal for you not everything that's legal for you is legal for kids that makes sense so we're moving on from that and i think the final thing is which i think i already went over but like say with the quarter life crisis where you feel like you're behind it's like you have so much life ahead of you even when you're 50 you have so much life ahead of you the only people who should be freaking out is someone who's literally on their deathbed and they're like dang i cannot do anything i know i have two months left i'm done like i missed out on this crap like now okay maybe now you can start regretting stuff because you literally have two months left and you're not going to put in a lifetime's worth of things in two months but if you're like, if you were less, if you, yeah, if you're less than like freaking like deathbed age, you can do whatever you want. So it's like, once you get into that mentality, the world's your oyster. I said it. The oyster is your world. Think about it. Just think about that for a second. You have your whole life ahead of you. All you have to do is not get arrested and go to jail for how many years. So then your life really is over. That's all you have to do. All you have to do is work hard. Well, not when I say work hard. Let's say you're stuck in a position where you're like, dang, this sucks. Like, let's just say you're, you work at McDonald's. You're like, dang, I really want to travel, but I can't because I work at McDonald's and I'm not going to make enough money to do that. It's like, that is, I will agree. That is a difficult situation. And I'm not sure if what I'm about to say would help it because, you know, I'm not in that type of like very difficult situation where, because I don't know how tired you would be, but you know, if you had enough strength, if you like just let's just say you start reading books like i always say books but you know books are pretty helpful like a lot like you know it's more helpful than the internet a lot more helpful than the internet because the internet is just one person making a little article you know they didn't they might have done some research but they're kind of just like okay type 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 Okay, I looked it up on Wikipedia, type, 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 but book, they are researching, researching, like they're researching each chapter, they're making sure each chapter flows, they have someone who proofreads over that freaking chapter, they have someone who proofreads over the whole book, they have everything, everything's perfect, kind of in a way, for these books. So if you're reading books about how to get your life together, or how to, you know, do what you want to do, figure out what you want to do, or maybe, like, well, that is important, just figure out what you like, and then figure out how you can make money from it. And you can still work at McDonald's and have some type of passive income or something. Like, who knows? Who knows? But you got to figure that stuff out. That is the, the thing. You have to figure stuff out. You can't just sit there and keep complaining. You got to figure something out. Imagine if people figure stuff out more than they complained. Because, like, let's say me in my situation. 
I'm like, dang. Well, I don't know. I could say me and my situation, but let, hmm. let's just say, go back to McDonald's example. Let's say the person just went, dang, I, I just can't make enough money. I just can't make enough money. Oh, McDonald's doesn't pay enough. Oh, I, I, you know, I'm so tired when I get back home. Oh, I, I just, oh, this life sucks. It's like, you could flip your life around. And let's just say, let's say it takes, it might be a long time, but say it takes five years for you to finally, you know, flip your life around. Five years is nothing. Let's say you live to, you know, that's just a small little percentage of your life. Five years, like it's a long time, but it's not a long time. Like say high school, high school is about four years for some four years. That's it. Four years is a long time. Like it feels like a long time in high school. But when you look back, you're like, dang, that was, you know, such a small little percentage of my life. Like, and it can be the same way. Those five years that you, you spent working, 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 working to well, not working, but I mean, you know, working on ways to improve, working on reading books, uh, you know, researching, figuring out strategies of, you know, what you want to do, how to do it, how to make more money, blah, 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 blah. Those five years, you'll be a beast, a freaking beast. You call the shots now. So that's the wisdom. That's the wisdom. If I had to summarize it, it's basically to work hard on figuring out how to work hard. <laughs> if that makes sense, you know. Because you're, you're working hard to research on how to get out of your situation. And I feel like that, that cures the midlife crisis, that cures the quarter-life crisis, because whatever situation you're in, you know, it, it's temporary. Well, it's technically temporary sometimes. It's temporary, you know, you can spend five years max working on how to fix that situation. And those five years ago, it's just boom. You're like, I, you, basically, the way you have to think, is that you are preparing your future self. You're, you're doing the, the hard work for your future self. Like you right now, you're the, you're the one who has to struggle. It sucks, but you, you right now are the, the, the struggle, the struggle you. <laughs> and your future one, your future you, he's the one, he, or she, he or she is the one who's gonna be living it up. All because of you right now. <laughs> Think about that. Just keep looking at, looking at that, that five-year path, that future sight, and you're like, dang, every single decision I'm making right now is making future me happier and once you finally catch up to that future you you're like dang that past me was a beast that past me made me who i am that past me fixed my life that past me saved me but yeah i couldn't just sound like an idiot for a uh, freaking 20 minutes or maybe i said something very very wise who knows i'll know 50 years from now when i start hearing the complaints so uh that's about it another super short podcast uh it's kind of unlucky but there's only so much I can do. There's no back and forth. This was a podcast that probably would have went really well with, uh, maybe would have went well with another person. I'm not sure because, you know, maybe they can give some aware type of like situational device. But, you know, I will say though, books, I'm not joking about those textbooks. <laughs> textbooks are OP. They are OP. Like, maybe might make a podcast. I might make another podcast about how to read textbooks because or how to how to not get bored studying, which is just hard work. Well, so maybe I shouldn't make that podcast. I'll just put it at the end. So anyone who listens longer to my ramblings will get that wisdom. But it's like say all through high school, all through college, all through school in general. I hated textbooks because they're boring. You know, they're worded in a way that's just trash. You know, it's just information and that's it. No, like poetic language no adjectives it's just strict information or like over 300 pages 
and you're like, dang, that's boring. Anyone would think it's boring. Sometimes now I'm like, dang, this is kind of boring, but not a lot. And I fixed that. And it all, that's why in some ways, not fully, not all the ways, but some ways COVID was like, you know, eye-opening blessing in the sky, this kind of thing, because I started studying on my own during COVID because, you know, I graduated and I had to do something because, you know, I didn't have a job. So I had to do something with my time instead of just playing games the whole time. So I was like, okay, let me try uh, reading some of my uh, old textbooks. I don't know why I did that. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me go. Let me step all the way back. This was when I was in college, actually. This was my final year of college. And I uh, I was just looking through the library, just looking, looking, looking. I don't know why. Oh, I used to just kind of walk around when I was really, really bored because uh, there was a situation that happened. So I had to, you know, find things to do with my uh, lonesome. <laughs> and I would just kind of walk around libraries, just walk, walk uh, around the big GMU library. And I would just kind of walk. Sometimes I would sit at a desk. Sometimes I would just walk. And at some point, you know, because you're bored, you would walk and then, you know, maybe look at a book. And I guess at some point I was like, whoa, this book's kind of interesting. I don't know if it was like, it, it must have been some stupid, like some dumb book, but it was an interesting textbook, like at least the title. I didn't read it, but the title was interesting. So I was like, dang, I kind of want to read this. So I wrote it down. All right. Wrote it in my notes or I took a picture of it. Actually, I took a picture of my phone of the, the cover so then I could re- uh, find it online. Uh, afterward, after I get back to my dorm. And then I was like, there are, there are probably more books like this. So I kept walking. Every, I did this for like, I must have did it for like, I don't know, like two weeks or something. Literally every day, I would just walk around the library, row by row or shelf by shelf, and just take pictures of each t- uh, each title that looked interesting. And luckily that, which I guess all libraries do this, but still that library did it by subject. So I would just spend the whole, like one day, well, not a whole day, but you know, like say after class when I was bored, I would just go into the library and go to the, let's just say the religious subjects. And I would just take picture of every single book in the religious uh, section that look interesting. Like, and of course it would be like more freaking cryptic crap because <laughs> those are the fun ones for me. It's like, you know, the ones where it's like, oh, was Satan uh, uh, this? How, how do you do uh, Christian magic? Oh, uh, freaking what the angels or the angels uh, here are the, was the archangel something 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 like you know this freaking cryptic stuff like if you saw all the books i was taking pictures of you think i was part of some cult so I, I would take these pictures of each book that had an interesting title and then the next day i would go to the next section they're like oh okay let me go to the science oh let me go to the marketing oh let me go to the um the business and i'll just take pictures 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 and the more pictures i took the more i wanted to find more it's kind of like you know when you're Ah, like, you know, when, when you have just so much choice, you want everything in a way. You don't know what choice to make. You just want to keep picking stuff. So I would, I would have at this point, like bookmarks or whatever of like 300 freaking textbooks or something. I still have them. Like at this point, it's on my computer. So I have all these uh, textbooks. I'm like, wow, these are so many textbooks. I'm like, I want to read them all one day. And if I read them all, like in my mind, you know, I'm always thinking of a future. I'm like, dang, if I read these all, I will become a freaking genius. I will become the most intelligent person in the world. No one will be have, like have seen the level of wisdom and intelligence of this one person. So I was like, dang, I'm inspired to read these textbooks, which I never did. I never even touched those. I, I got them all on my computer, didn't even touch them until COVID happened. 
And when COVID happened and I graduated and it was like, you know, this lackluster graduation because, you know, there was no graduation. It was just like one day I, I had my degree because it was COVID and we were doing online classes. So I'm just sitting there, no job. And I was like, dang, I need to figure stuff out. And that was when I, I mean, I was already planning on going to graduate school because I wanted to go to uh, China for graduate school. So I was just sitting there and I was like, dang, I know I want to go to graduate school, but I know my parents are going to be mad that I don't have a job and I'm just kind of sitting here. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let me let me kind of uh, be in the in-between and at least my job of now will be studying. I will try to study as much as I possibly can in preparation of grad school and it will be something that I'm doing instead of just like sitting around playing games. So then they like if they're, you know, screaming at me like, oh, oh, why, why, why aren't you doing anything? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm doing something. I'm studying. I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm studying. Look at this book, textbook, you know? So I started doing that and I started reading textbooks and I started in a row and of course they were boring. They're freaking boring. But I forced myself to keep reading. Like even if I didn't understand the chapter at all, I just read the next day. I just read the next chapter the next day. It just forced my way through, just kept reading. And then at some point when I kept reading, kept reading, kept reading, I don't know if it became just, uh, I guess the brain kind of rewired itself. It was like, oh, this is a pattern. This is a pattern that he's doing. He's reading every day. So, you know, that it, you know, it's a, what do you say? It's not pattern, but it's tradition, I guess not tradition, but you, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you have to follow this pattern now. It's like, if you don't follow this pattern, everything feels off for the day. So, you know, I kept reading, kept reading and at a point, cause it's the same, like when you listen to like, say something that's just ironically terrible, but then you listen to it enough and you're like, oh, actually I kind of like it now because I got used to it. Or say with food, like where you eat some bitter food, that's kind of nasty. And you're like, this is nasty. But then once you keep eating it, like you say, you're forced to eat it every day or something, you kind of grow attached to it in a way. And that's what happened to me with textbooks. I kept reading, kept reading, forcing myself to do it every, I, I think I did it every morning. Every morning I would read one chapter of the textbook. And then when I finished the textbook, read the next cha uh, textbook every morning, read a chapter or whatever. And at a point it just like I grew attached to the textbooks like where I'm like dang these textbooks are kind of interesting kind of well these are kind of cool you know and I'm you know, like I have to read a textbook now every every morning or you know at some point because like say now I don't read every morning but I read it you know every evening so I'm like I have to read a textbook now and then that's when it happened where I happened to read one of the textbooks and then one of those textbooks inspired me to start doing math and now I'm a math machine well not really but you know if I were in fifth grade, dang, I would be obese right now. You wouldn't even know. You'd be like, dang, this guy's a math genius. So now I'm cool with textbooks. So I think the thing you have to do, you have to create a pattern for stuff. It's like, say if you, you followed that wisdom, you're like, dang, okay, you know what? I'm going to start figuring out what I want to do. And I'm, let's say I ironically am talking to some person who is in marketing right now. who's like, dang, I always wanted to be an astrophysicist, but you know, blah, 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 blah. So. You know, you just got to start. You got to start with some type of you don't have to start astrophysics because obviously it's going to not it's not going to go that way. But, you know, you take say you start with math and you work your way up or whatever. Or maybe you can look at uh, a course guideline of a college and then, you know, read the textbooks for those courses. So then you're technically taking college class, but, you know, whatever. But still, once you start, it's going to be boring. You're going to hate it, but you got to do it. You got to do it on a pattern on a reliable pattern you can't like just hip hop and you're like oh i'm gonna do it every other day but you know do it at random times and sometimes i'll skip days no 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 you have to force yourself to do it every freaking day or at least every you know preferably every day but you know 
on some type of pattern. You have to do one some type, of, even if it's once a week, you have to do it on a pattern and repeat that pattern every freaking time. Every time, repeat, 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 until your brain, lit, like it's not gonna be used doing it. It's your brain connecting that pattern and be like, dang, now it is a, a freaking habit. This is my habit now. And you know, sim similar to like, I don't know, people who take morning poops or night poops where you create that habit. Now you're creating that morning read or what night read. You're reading a textbook every freaking night, every single freaking morning or whatever. And now it's just gonna feel natural. You're not even gonna think about it. You're not even gonna brag about it because it's just a part of your life now. And you know, once that's a part of your life, you'd be a freaking genius at astrophysics just from reading one hour a day or one chapter a day, easy. So that's the thing. Grow habits, grow mind. Grow mind, grow big bucks, rich. But yeah, that's maybe in the future, those 50 years from now, podcast listeners will uh, not be learning astrophysics. They're learning like, I don't know, alien cohabitation, uh, 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 biology stuff or whatever, because it's the future. And, you know, you know, those uh, the aliens, <clears throat> they're going to be announced. Well, when I say soon, I mean, within our lifetime, you heard it here first. Heard it here first. Well, those are for the people now which I have no podcast listeners now, so it's just going to sound like I'm wise to the people 50 years from now, because that means like, you know, I knew ahead of time and I know, I know, but that's it. How many times? How much minutes? Yeah, it's 34 minutes now. Okay. You know, that little tiny, well, not tiny, but long uh, freaking textbook talk that helped elongate the time. So now it's 30 minutes. It's a time of like, a, well, 34 minutes is about the, the length, a little bit over the length of a TV show. And it's about the length of a freaking uh, one of those big TV shows like, I don't know, like Breaking Bad. Worth, 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 worth. But that's about it. That's my wisdom. That's my rambling, actually. Might call it Jabari's ramblings, but that's about it.